Oh, I'll go and let him, you just give me the remote? No, oh, man. I've got the remote. I can just... Cool, I'll let you know. I'll just give you the signal when you set yeah. the case. And we can discuss it. It's fine. No, oh, man. It's cash. Cash, man. Jeez. Okay, red light is... Uh, green light is starting. Green light means go. Receiving your contact. Oh, yes. Just so you know, I've got someone that wants to make us a jingle. Okay, we're going to make up a jingle. We're going to make up a jingle. A jingle and a, and a flashy logo. Logo <laughs> insert, yeah? <laughs> okay. Guys, welcome to another Hotbox podcast. It's going to be late dank per usual. Mm-hmm. But tonight, I'm joined by Dan and Jules. And this evening, we're going to be doing a little bit of Seven Delan type Skinner about what's been going on locally. But the meat of the show is going to be about technology, how technology is affecting the weed industry, and where we're seeing technology meet the needs within the weed industry. Tech, tech. Yeah, there's a lot of tech coming, yeah? Tech so, is over there. I think the big theme, though, is going to be Bitcoin, guys. Like, fuck, if you've got that friend who speaks to you about Bitcoin, they're like fucking Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> or vegans, they write them on that list. Because everyone's yeah. like, yo, you should have bought, but I told you a year ago, and admittedly, I should have listened to Dan. We were all listening to Dan, but didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I wish well, I listened to myself uh, a bit more also. Yeah, no, the Ducker <laughs> couple have got a stash of Bitcoin. We got some Bitcoin a while back, and we certainly got some more during the trial of the plant. And it's small, it's like point zero zeros and zeros and stuff, but it's there. We're on the map. So, barcode, Bitcoin, we're there. Please donate now. And so, what is the deal with Bitcoin, though? Because my first time I heard about Bitcoin, it was Silk Road. For those who don't yeah. know, a few years ago, there was the black net, Silk Road, go buy drugs, go buy little children, go buy whatever your <laughs> fucking heart desires, basically. But what happened is, because this was all happening, they developed, I thought that they developed their own currency. But I don't know, did, did Silk Road come first, or did Bitcoin come first? Bitcoin was the, was the is the creation of Satoshi Nakamori. Which is a pseudonym for someone, someone, some who, some lady, some. They don't know who it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Where white paper was published about oh, yeah. his system, and that system then was given a market cap of a certain amount of coins, and then that got started being distributed by mining and by buying it and earning it. So then, yeah, I lost the topic here. What about? Because <laughs> what well, Silk Road? Silk Road, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's how it came, and then obviously, then people termed the Bitcoin as maybe. Um, the way to do illegal dealings in drugs and stuff because it was not traceable the way yeah. Bitcoin worked basically. So that's maybe then where Silk Road then was able to use Bitcoin, but I don't think Silk Road Silk Road no brought it no no, they, no, no, no brought it before no yeah Silk Road's dodgy Bitcoin's not dodgy. Um, I I was under the impression that um, Bitcoin was kind of worked hand in hand with a thing like Silk Road because it is anonymous. Nobody knows who's who in the zoo. Mm. I remember the days of Silk Road first coming out. The reason I got interested in Silk Road was one day we got this, like, remember, years ago, we got this encrypted uh, PGP message that's like, on email, and now we don't know what to do with it. Mm. So there is a way of figuring it out. We asked the guy who built the uh, petition for us, Mm. and he gave us two dongles, and I had to reboot the computer with these two (laughs) dongles in, and then the PGP would say, hi, and do you mind if we sell weed on Silk Road? And here's a picture. And there's pictures of the Ducker Couple logo on Silk Road <laughs> with pictures of banana cushion, Christ knows what, in Bitcoin. Holy shit. And that was five years ago. And we learned about Bitcoin Chop Chop because what these guys were doing is were on sales, mm. they were putting portions of Bitcoin in a, in a folder for us. And we had 
two Bitcoin. Mm. Then we had two whole Bitcoins. They gave us two whole Bitcoins. But do you know what happened next? Fucking Silk Road went down. And we bailed out so quicker. Imagine logging in with the PGP trying to figure out where the next Bitcoin is. We we didn't know these guys from a bar of soap. But they knew where my home was. They talked to... they talked as if they'd been to my house before, so we kind of knew them somehow. And they said that they had a Raspberry Pi with a solar panel on Robin Island. And that's how they were doing it all, completely remotely, paranoid as fuck, getting money to us to fund the revolution. We never found out who they were, and the Bitcoin wallet, we don't know where it is and what it was. At where, what number it was, or yeah, anything to do with it. I was going to say, if you had so the number, the wallet code, you would be. A we don't know. We have no idea. He's lying. Um, I mean, what's it hit today? Fifteen thousand. Jesus, thousand dollars. It was like it was three hundred dollars, I think, at the time or something. But it's like so. digital treasure now. Someone yeah, stumbles look, across that. Well, look, everyone's saying the same thing, but there's loads of there's loads of cyber currency that's up and coming. It's not just Bitcoin. No, they, no that's they, it. You know, they they blazed blazed the trail, and now you can buy an Apple Mac with the damn thing. You know, but yeah, Bitcoin's, the, Bitcoin's um, gold. Bitcoin's the stuff that you should buy and hold on to for the next ten years. Right. Then you got like you're saying your Ethereum, which would be like your silver, where it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Get it and hold on, because Ethereum is essentially the Bitcoin is the main contracts that are happening, the bigger contracts. Ethereum is the blockchain's currency. The blockchain runs the Bitcoin. Yeah. Where the blockchain is what allows this anonymity. And security to happen, and then off of that's going to come all the altcoins, which they call it, all the different right. coins: your Litecoin, Zcoin, this coin, that coin. It's, if I can quickly, it's like having a five rand coin, a one rand coin, a five cent coin, and Bitcoin's the gold standard. All, all, all like the different commodities. So you got your gold and your silver, and then you got your millis, your your ray, your maize, yeah. your this, and your that. All of that comes off the side, which has different values in different places. I mean. They're making coins now that are going to be servicing different industries. For instance, health insurance. If they could run all money through the health insurance through a certain coin called like the health coin, where you can use that to pay for all of your hospital bills and everything else, they would have a much more... People will know it would have a control of it. It would just be more transparent because they wouldn't well, that's be transparent. What, do you think legalization will go that way? Just to stay kind of off the main man's radar? Well, do you think, do you think we, we, somebody has to start something somewhere? Really, just to keep it's kind of in our hands and not their hands yeah. somehow, that we remain in, in control of the, the underground market. Well, that's the thing. Is, does it feel so underground now? Because Jesus, no. Like, no, there was no, no when I, all you could do with the Bitcoin was buy drugs or a two-year-old or something. <laughs> but now or an ID <laughs> in Alabama or, or like, something. Yeah. yeah, you could buy like AK-40, whatever. Yeah. And but that was no. all you could use it for because you couldn't really Fuck, spend I miss it in your house. Road. I miss silk. And that was <laughs> because what, we used years. to cruise through it, looking. Yeah, there's like a kilo of Thai white <laughs> heroin, and it's just there. And there's a picture of the thing. And you yeah. Bitcoin this, we send it there, and you rate it. Fucking yeah. acid, acid had Trip Advisor on it. <laughs> <laughs> Trips Advisor. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, we showed it. We showed it to a lawyer that we were friends with. He's, he's passed away. He was a really good guy, and he, he, he was a benefactor of ours. He was a very wealthy man, and he's retired. He did give us some money here and there and fund our revolution a bit. And when we showed him the screen grab of our logo on Silk Road, he said, what's Silk Road? <laughs> so he found out more about it than we did, the legalities, and it's completely legal. But I think he went peddling his way through there as well, got to grab a Coke here and there or whatever it was, just to test it out. Hmm. And it was the most amazing trading place. It gave adults exactly what they wanted, when they wanted in the mail. Mm-hmm. And the disclaimer was, this has got nothing to do with us. You, 
you look after yourself and you do the thing and we will make sure that the drugs are pure and you put in the Bitcoin and everything's going to be cool. It was like utopia. Yeah. It was eBay for contraband. It was just great because you can't get by unless you've got a recommendation. And yeah. Nobody's going to buy... When did Silk Road go down? Hmm? When did Silk Road go down? Silk Road went down about three years ago the first time, came up again. But the last time I went in with the onion that I've got, with the, with the, mm-hmm. with the URL that I've got, there's like the Fed's logo. So I really miss that because I sort of get I get attracted to subterfuge like that. I dig those places. Well, I think bit. that's that's also like because because of weed being illegal and it's like a counterculture that I think people are often drawn to it. So I think we're seeing things now, like you're saying, potcoin and sort of weed orientated things. Well, and yeah, they they're trying to. It, it seems like in America they're trying to because the, because it's the banks won't touch any money from any dispensaries or anything that has to do with cannabis. So yeah. now they all have to deal with cash and it's very risky for them. It's super risky. <coughs> Imagine having hundreds of thousands of dollars on your property. It's very risky. So now what they're trying to do is they've made coins like pot coin, like you said, yeah. dope coin, bud coin. Um, uh, there is a can of coin. Can of yeah. coin. Uh, and these coins are then made to represent currency that they can then use safely in the industry in order to move money. Move, well, be able to buy and sell with not having to have that amount of cash on site or whatever it might be. So, in, in a way, I see it as a good thing. Uh, so do I. I know, I embrace it. I think it's because yeah. I'm not good at banks. I never have been. They, they, they're just not good places for me. And if I can sit on a computer and manipulate finances just by clicking things here and there, it's fine. I mean, me. you've got that, that graph now that says hotels that, what, you know, Airbnb, it's Ooh. the hotel without any, without any actual hotels. Yeah, Uber is the biggest taxi company without any cars. Well, Bitcoin is the biggest bank without any banks. The biggest. So it's going to happen. No one's going to stop it. It's going to. If this doesn't. How if, do you start yeah. it? Do you need loads and loads of money? What Bitcoin? No, if we if we decided through say Fields of Green for All mm-hmm. and have a Zol coin. Oh, Zol coin. Yeah, so you coin, can. Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait for the for the check expert. You might be able yeah, to tell us how. Yeah, uh, to the viewers at home, we are actually waiting for our guest to pop, pull in. We have got a guest coming. He's going traffic. to be to get traffic and stuff. So yeah. uh, I'm sure it'll be just. But it is possible. I mean, I remember when it first this whole thing came to light, and I was looking into it. I looked into making a coin, and I, uh, you read a lot, yeah. a lot of, lot of, lot of text, <laughs> and you got to have uh, a Linux system, or I'm sure you can do it with Windows. But you put a whole lot of code into your terminal and you literally start a coin. You create a coin and then that's it. I don't get that bit. You see, you just create a coin. Like, do you have a, a ceiling on it? There's only there so must many be, yes. Bitcoin, There would yeah? be a certain ceiling within Bitcoin's the, only got X amount of There's million, a cap. Exactly, there's a cap. Because of, it wouldn't work otherwise. Exactly. There has to be some sort of, there has to be some sort of rarity or some sort of yeah. want for it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, there you has can, to be a supply and demand. Those can be rare now. These can become rare because people want them. We can make anything rare just because you can't. Otherwise, it's a Zim dollar if there's no cap. But he's and Zimbab- Zimbabwe's just started using Bitcoin because they have no other yeah, way no, except for... They're accepting Bitcoin on the streets. The street vendors accept Bitcoin. It's becoming a thing there. And it might just make the country come out of the ruins because they'll be able to have some sort of currency that means something. You know what the people are going to need to run it is cheap data. They can't do it without Well, without anywhere data. out of this country, data is better than what we pay. Yeah, did you check that? My, was, like, are you serious? Fact, you check that on, on the Twitter feed yesterday. There's a guy and he's taking a photograph, filling up his baki in Maziru in Lesotho. And we sell petrol to <coughs> Lesotho, <coughs> and it's four rand cheaper at the pump in Maziru. Ah, oh, fuck, it drives me mad. Yes, this we're being denied. We are just being blatantly shafted everywhere. 
Imagine they're pulling in four, four rand a, gal- a litre more than our next door neighbours that we sell it for. To sell it to. Jesus, I don't know. We're doomed. <coughs> Isn't it gone up again? Diesel's just gone up. Price has gone up. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Prices of dog pitches yeah. up. Do you think we're going to get to a point though with Bitcoin, like on the midday report, where they say it's ten rand to yeah. the dollar? I was thinking today. I was driving in the car. And I just heard. I thought that dollar price. Well, Rand price, euro price, almost, gold price, silver price. I'm waiting for them to say Bitcoin price. Yeah, the dollar will be slave to the Bitcoin in the yeah. end. Can you imagine Jacob Zuma trying to say the Bitcoin price? <laughs> because it's a wrong number. No, really, it's, 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 it's way too big for even you to handle. Point. <laughs> That's 220,000 Rand of Bitcoin. What? 220,000 Rand of Bitcoin. Oh, Christ, it's uh, got out depressing. Well, and what did a Bitcoin cost like in the old day? Like if we were to get into like three years ago. Yeah, no, three was, years ago. Let's kind of just pass that app there. I mean that table there. Tablet. Yeah. Table, tablet. Table, tablet. Uh, you don't have to. It was, a, it was a separate window. Oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. All good. All good. I'll get it here. I can put it up here. Yeah, there's the Bitcoin oh, there we were looking for before. So, three years ago, we were looking at... Jesus, that's really tasty shatter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really lekker. That's the... Yeah. The yacht. <laughs> yeah, I'm go with that when you're ready, Dan. It's very um, tasty and clean. Three years ago, it was around two hundred eight dollars a bitcoin. So what would well, that be? Okay. Well, that's round about that's round about Silk Road time, yeah. 2013 or so. Silk Road time. I wonder what happened to those O's and whether they'll ever come up to me one day and say, "Brew, remember the time that we were?" It's like the Kruger Rains, dude. It was really funny. We got screen grabs of Silk Road with our weed on it. Well, not our weed with weed on it, our logo on it. Pretty damn hectic. I don't know. So let's get into a little bit of Skinner, guys. Skinner. Skinner. This week's Skinner. Uh, I think let's kick things off with Dion Wood. For you guys who don't know, from what I understand, I've never met the guy. From what I see, he's active in Swaziland, maybe in Lesotho. He seems to be an activist. He seems to be doing his thing. Yeah, no. I don't see him joining dots with anyone or holding hands with anyone, but he came out this week and said some pretty fucked up shit, eh? The way, the way I, I... Dion's been around for... I don't know, two, three years, and he seems to be doing some pretty good stuff in Swaziland. Yeah, finding traction. Uh, and, and networking and releasing documents and keeping us abreast of what is happening in Swaziland and stuff. I don't know from far stuff either, but I know mm-hmm. he comes to Joburg and does seminars here and there, so he's used to public speaking and he's used to people listening to his opinion, I suppose. It's, yeah. Well, I think just so you are all aware, I'm going to try and make an effort with this to read out these sort of things. But basically, it kicked off. It made a ripple in the local pond. Uh, he posted this <laughs> this post on Facebook. He had a Facebook where everything. Yeah. So he titled it "Dacha Abuse." Using dacha for recreational stimulation and pleasure requires small doses, infrequently only. All that is needed for the perfect high is a few puffs of a spliff, which will leave you in a perfect high all day, all night long. Smoking bombs and pipes is not only an awful experience and a brutal intoxication, but it is also dacha abuse. <laughs> Smoking all day every day means that you are a drug addict and you are abusing dacha and yourself. Dion Wood. Oh, well... Well, I just want to say, like, you know, he has no idea or way of telling anyone how much they need to smoke in order for them to either be medicated or relaxed or whatever the hell they want to do. Yeah, or just Don't not, giving, or just not a giving a shit and giving it, sticking it to the man or sticking it to your... your Parents or whatever it is, but it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to any of us how much weed anybody in the world smokes. That's their endowment. Yeah. That's entirely up to you, your metabolism, your intentionality. 
I think he's a sanctimonious twat for saying that. Yeah, I think also he set the bar very low. Like, don't get me wrong, I know there's abuse. There's days when I also just want to spend the whole day, but I don't. But he does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, it's healthy. Sorry, not sorry. But anyway, <laughs> Dion's comment for me, I can get there's abuse. But when he says that the moment you smoke a pipe or a bomb, not five bombs, whatever. The moment you smoke a pipe or a bomb, that's abuse. I'm not sure I can agree with that. Though. Well, neither will a, a modern-day doctor. I don't know whether where, where that's where he's coming from. You know, this whole thing about a doctor will not dish out anything to anyone that you got to smoke. They don't see the use of smoke being beneficial in any way. But tell that to someone who's got Crohn's or lupus or Gehrig's mm. or something. Or they need to smoke it. They need instantaneous relief. And the only way you're going to do it is by smoking. So the upside mm. of that is you don't lose the, the contents of your stomach again. But the downside is you open yourself to some sort of bronchial yeah. calculator that is not worth being jailed for. And Dan, I know you're quite the bong man. You think like one is abuse, eh? Because I'm sure on a good day you could put five back and still be like... CBD yeah, creams of smoke Of course. I mean, if you... I guess it, it, it brings your tolerance quite high to take such a big... Yeah, but, but then but, again, you, you might have a high tolerance. Some guys can drink a shot of tequila and be pissed. Mm. Some guys can't. I they used would, to, no, my tolerance you know, is total. No. When I was working, for instance, I was working at a club. I used to run a club in Johannesburg. And <clears throat> I used to drink shooters all night long without fail. I'd be drinking them till four o'clock in the morning and not be pissed out of my I'd still run the club and make sure everything was done right because my tolerance was just... Yeah. It went right up, yeah. and I could I would never drink long drinks because they they I would just have to drink shooters because it was the only way. So what now? Because I drink shooters, so you're you're an addict or you've got a problem. I've got a problem because that's you know, or I don't like a long you know maybe you don't want to have a joint. Maybe you don't feel like smoking a joint that's too you know it takes five ten minutes to smoke a joint. Yeah. You What's, want to have a um, bong and you want to get on with your whatever you're doing. You don't want to sit around and flip yeah, man. mull you around and join some people to smoke the joint when you're jamming the game. Exactly. You know? Or building or flipping aeroplane. Well, <laughs> I've seen things to put your cigarettes on on Xbox consoles. Yeah, I check the ring. The ring. Rings with a holder on and stuff. As soon as going to get round of all. I, I think a few months ago, Dion raised his ugly head the first time by tuning the same thing at Judah Square. And he mm. saw a bunch of Rastafarian, what he said, Rastafarian youth that are just wasting their life by being blazed all the time. But um, if you woke up in Judah Square as a Rasta, knowing that this is going to be another day that you're still not going to have a job and you're not going to have an opportunity and you're not going to get any credit and you're not just going to, you're not going to be able to break out, you might as well have a pipe because it's just going to take the edge off. And who is he to say anything about it? But then also, where's the line where then it becomes? abuse for me that's always like when you're before, you ripping a bong just prior to getting the kids to school on a tuesday abuse of what though abuse of your lungs every single day someone has two teaspoons of sugar god forbid they've just had two teaspoons of sugar yeah. or they have two cups of coffee there they've had their psychoactive for the day that's they are they are taking a psychoactive literally Mm -hmm. Essentially, they are right. Sugar right. does the same thing. Sugar, so we are all essentially the people. Every single person that has a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or energy drink or whatever it is, 
enjoys the feeling of a psyched active. You might not be... That's why you're doing it. Well, there we go. But That's you're doing it without knowing... You, you think, oh, it's not actually as bad as, say, mushrooms or whatever it is, but you, on, a, on a smaller scale, it's actually... Well, the micro, it's a dose-dependent thing. Yeah. Exactly. Totally so dose-dependent. The whole nation is literally on psychoactive without yeah, even on knowing of it. Yeah, no, they're so busted away on something. For they're sure. all addicts. All of us. You're yeah, addicts. to something. And the way I see it is, um, if you have a tolerance break... Mm-hmm. then who's to say what is too much or too little if you lay off? And we spoke about this mm. the other day. We, you, you, you're asleep for a third of your life? Yes. You know, eight hours a day you, or eight hours at night you're sleeping. I reckon that's a pretty big tolerance decent, break. Decent tolerance Even break. full on, you can only smoke for two thirds of your life. The other third, you're asleep. So that's tolerance. Decent, decent tolerance break. break. I agree. Some people think a tolerance break is the time it takes them to clean a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be true. They'd be true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, I think it, it, it sort of wrapped itself up. I don't know if he's going to get more reaction out of. He went out there. He was like, okay, because he got a lot of flack about it. He got of loads of flack, and he got more flack than he actually should have because it raised some. It got him more publicity, kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's this double-edged sword. And then he said, "Well, come and debate me," but um, I don't think it's about that either. If I can, he didn't say come and debate me. He said come and debate me. Bring your two hundred rands. Okay. Put them in the hat. <laughs> winner takes all. Yeah. So uh, for me, that's like for me, like you know, we all have our comments. We all say those things. But for me, then you're like you're putting ego first, and that's what really grinds my fucking cheese. Okay. Because then you get these hacktivists and fativists and all this shit. Because then it's a it's about you, and you're just using the plant as a platform for your ego. Oh yeah, I know there's a bunch of that goes on, I guess. Yeah, it definitely it was definitely getting quite rude in there uh, at times. Uh, people Very, took a major affront yeah. to it, and uh, but you know people slip up all the time. I saw another comment the other day about saying we got to get this stuff into dispensaries and get rid of the street dealer. And we said, what, the f- what are you talking about? The street dealer is an integral part of legalization as well. If it's not legal for that guy to deal on the street. Then it's not legal. It's not legal. Then, it's yeah. just not legal. You're, you're making a criminal out of him. So um, I don't get that. Just let people do what they do. You can't be judgmental about it. Anyway. Yeah, I feel there's a lot of that going around, and I'm going to go here. Bit of a sensitive one. It's a bit close to home class. But I'm going to start this with the preamble. Uh, I know Rian quite well, Rian for the matter. And the one thing I've always respected most about this guy is he tunes it as it is. And you can sit down and smoke a guai or a joint with him afterwards and it's all cool. But I've always respect that he's such a straight, straight shooter. And this week he went to a postal on the oak. And I get where he's coming from. Because just like there's oaks ripping off people with oil and seeds. And I'm not going to say this oak is ripping off people. But there seems to be a lot of that going around locally at the moment. Where we're seeing seed companies now. So you can get ripped off with weed. You can get ripped off with oil. Now you can get ripped off with seeds, guys. And basically what's happening is seeds are fucking easy to get a hold of. They're cheap. You can get half, I don't know, half decent genetics by the bucket. There's oak. tons of them online. I can't mm. believe it. Yeah. And Oaks are basically bringing in average at best sort of products, rebranding mm. it or whatever, and then selling it on. Completely and it's a, it's a lot of heartache because, you know, you get some bum weed. Oh, it's shit weed. You don't go back. It's going to take you three to six months to realize the seeds you bought are shit seeds potentially. So Rian unloaded on this oak, and I think the way he said it didn't help the message, but... Yeah, but you, you, you get used to the way Rian says it. He's only going to say it 
his way, but it's rude. Eh? I mean, it fucking cuts to the bone. You you don't have to say, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. There's no mis <laughs> misunderstanding. <laughs> There's no misunderstanding. <laughs> it's like a headshot. It's like a yeah. comment headshot. I missed all of this. I, I've got a... I'm, I'm quite good at walking away from all of these little things. I've got other things. We've got much bigger fish to fries, as people say. There's still loads of legal stuff whizzing around our, the background of our lives. So it's good to catch up with you two to find out what is going on. And even with legalization and the fact that there'll be some place on the high street with a registered seed, what, what, that you can buy from, there's people still going to buy them online. And they'll they'll find out in three months' time that it was an auto and it's only going to get this big or something. Etc. etc. Et I um, was given a, a chunk of weed this week that was 240 bucks a gram on the street <coughs> in Joburg. Joburg, not I Santa. put Tecton. No, 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 this is Joburg and it's, um, it's some very, very clever um, foreigners. Okay, some indoor, I'm sure. Seriously indoor. Okay. Face-melting stuff. And I can't, you know, I was absolutely shocked to hear the price. It's absolutely ludicrous because, like, you know, as a bank he goes, that's like a quarter of a million rand for a fucking kilogram. It's a house, a BMW. It's just crazy that it could possibly be that much. Quite an expensive smoke. I couldn't smoke it all day, but it was cool to have somebody else's weed for a while. And um, absolutely immaculate bud. You could throw it around. You could throw it over there. Nothing would fall off. Yeah. It <laughs> bounce back at you. Yeah, you hear it go, doom. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you, there's no way you can get what you pay for. There's no way. I don't think you can, There's no way. It's just crazy. What's well, the that price? I mean... Yeah, I don't know, maybe you know, my like, imagination. I don't think it lasted all that long. Uh, certainly got me let's try and do the math. I mean, oh, it's hard to do the math on what, what, how they can, you could charge that much. Just out of It's 30% THC. It's what people are prepared to pay. It's 30% THC and it's... Um, it's well, 30% uh, claimed. 30% claimed and etc. So it's, yeah. Well, you had to go. Oh, okay. So what we... Um, is, did it come to a head, as it were? Um, so this oak, so the oak he was after, I'm just going to say it, it was mushy goat seeds or something. I don't know enough about these oaks to say yay or nay, but the oak took it really personally from what I saw. And he sort of was like, fuck this shit, I'm going to just bail out of the industry, mm -hmm. tail between my legs. And I'm going to be honest, you've got to have a thick skin to make it in this game, guys. You've got to have a thick skin. So it would be sad if the oak is legit. But I don't know, if you were legit, would you just walk away from it so easily, hey? Well, if you get Facebook's pretty harsh, eh? I yes, think when you get harsh. smashed on Facebook like that, you 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 kind of sit back. Oh, you man, you can expect to be smashed for behaviour like that, though. Yeah, as you well. know what I mean. So you, you, it's like you get yourself a cup of coffee and you roll your sleeves up and you sit down and you just go and troll the fuck out of it, yes, and you just have a bit of sport, you know. You just want to get out of your system. And there's folk like that around. Yeah. Um, we Myrtle and I have had to walk away. Sorry, guys. Let me go and it's a right-hand side one. Right. For the bottom. And I think also, if you think about the economies of, of scale, you know, oil's pricey, weed's pricey, but you're saying those oaks are paying 240 a gram for that yeah. indoor. If you look at seeds, how many seeds do you think there are in a gram? If you were to hold a gram of ducker pips there's, in your there's, 20 seeds? There's 55,000 in a kilo. 55,000 in a kilo. So there's five and a half in a gram. Five and a half in a gram. No, is that right? Sorry, uh, have I got the decimal place in the right? I don't know. 55,000 in a kilo. 55,000. So there's 55 in a gram. There's 55 in a gram. So 55 in a gram. Right. 
and these add what you go so if you're good to go buy an a grade seat from what i understand you're going to pay 200 to 300 bucks for an a grade for a triple a a little bit more but for what i'm seeing from these sort of intermediate brands that are coming and going is about 100 rand a seat so yeah, that's what I effectively see. it's 500 to 600 rand for a gram of seeds yeah yeah no, and they don't smell and they're easy to transport and it, it's it's always been the money maker has been seen yeah. the interesting thing about that 240 bucks a gram the reason i tell you this is because they do not use anything than H, uh, first gen seed and they don't feminize it nothing they want to see the seed they don't deal with feminized seed they don't deal with autos nothing they use a pure seed and they pick out the males bit by day they do not trust autos uh, they do they hermaphrodite they do all sorts of strange stuff they don't have a yield and those guys it's actually girls it's girls, girls. it's <laughs> girls it's girls from the middle east no way yes hey. it is yeah no, in burkas no dude. not that middle not quite <laughs> not quite that fundamental no but uh close by <laughs> Burka Kush. <laughs> it's a mention, dude. Imagine, dude. What's in that Quran Kush? <laughs> I like ow, how, I like how, ow, ow, cut that dude. bit out. No, don't go there. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, don't even go there. Yeah, no, dude. It was hilarious, though. But also, you sent me something interesting this week. We're going to go across the pond quickly. So, this cons these, these conservative guys in Canada, from what I understand, conservative politicians... And they've yeah. been saying some pretty atrocious shit. They are the, the opposition, basically, to the Liberals rolling out legalisation. And from what I understand, <laughs> let's get this out the way before I go into reading this boring bit. What is fentanyl? Do you know what fentanyl yeah, is? Yeah, fentanyl is an opioid. It's like uh, oxycodone. Okay. It's another prescription drug. It's about 30 times more hectic than the next one. It's invented by one man yeah. as, a, as an operation, and people dying of it on the street in Canada specifically at the moment because it's so cheap to make they're chopping it into heroin on the street and you start doing a line of fentanyl as a as, you'll just have an embolism you're dead and people are dying dying yeah just coming cool so fentanyl I learned about in Montreal this year when Myrtle and I went to the harm reduction yeah I'd seen the word and I, I even, haven't even I didn't even see it heard it spoken fentanyl and it's an absolute epidemic of evilness and people are dropping like flies and the people who own it are the people that put the most money into anti-cannabis uh, propaganda to keep their status quo pardon what's it used for pain reduction pain reduction but fentanyl. It's, oh. fentanyl's uh, another oxycodone but more hectic flacker is the same kind of thing this street Flacker, yeah. no, we still got to go score a game of grammar, Flacker, no, and do Flacker, it live. You know what, Flacker, you can't. <laughs> there is no reports of anybody using Flacker. There's no reports of anybody in a hospital. There's no reports of any misdemeanor on Flacker anywhere in the country. Go it's check like it out. News. Well, what I heard it was is that it's, it's basically like those that are doing their tick and their crack it's and the whatever. Thing. It's just that they, they're just literally, at, they're so exhausted that they're just literally well, completely. Well, Flacker, Flacker is still, it's, it's just that bit more concentrated. It is a very dangerous drug, but it's tick for use of a better word. Mm. It's a cathinone. Mm. Meth cathinone. Yeah, yeah. It's a cathinone. It's an analog. It's cane stain. One, one stage ahead of the game, you know, trying to keep it legal. But um, sure, fentanyl. Um, so the, the conservatives in, in, yeah, in Canada, yeah, this guy. This guy. Uh, this, this guy. guy. 
so this dude's name is Mr. Peter Kent, Mr. Peter Kent. MP, Conservative MP in Ontario. Yeah. yeah. So he apparently stood up in the house to compare homegrown cannabis with deadly synthetic opioid fentanyl. So let's quote from this. Oak. He said, when it's legal, despite the allowable age to consume, and this is in Canada, so they've got going through their rules and strict regulation now. Kids are going to harvest leaves. Kids are going to experiment. I think that we're, what we're doing is virtually the same as putting fentanyl on a shelf within reach of kids. Having plants in the homes is just as wacky. It's just as unacceptable and just as dangerous. And then some other chick followed up. And she had pretty outrageous things too. This, this brings back memories of the Dacha Pips 34. in the Zambuck. Yeah, no, this chick Pips. Yeah, and then she tunes, Mr. Speaker. We have already established that this legalization will put marijuana in the hands of children. Not just with the 15 joints that 12-year-olds can have. I don't know who said that. that's going yeah, no, to that's happen. Totally spurious <laughs> off the top of her head, yeah. But with the four plants per household. So little Johnny can put some in the toaster oven and smoke it. <laughs> yeah, then they... This 15, this 15 joints is personal consumption. It's like, it's 20 grams or something, or an ounce or whatever. And that she's got it in her head that that would make 15 joints. <laughs> so, it's alive and well. The Conservatives are trying to scare the shit out of the population because on the 1st of July next year, for it will be legalised to everybody over the 18 or somewhere 19. And I'm watching it, well, I was watching it live today unfold. I'm really interested in Canada because... It's the same legal system as we use UK law, so do they. Mm -hmm. It's not an American yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same courthouse and procedures. So it's really interesting to see the parallels. But um, at the moment, they're embroiled in Ontario wanting to have a complete monopoly on the plant. Mm -hmm. And they're even talking about in the future coding it genetically. So if you get caught with weed and it's not theirs, you go down, you know, because yeah. you're not using their weed. So they, they're embroiled in this monopoly whole thing at the moment. But... To the, to, to the average person on the street, it's going to be absolutely amazing. The first G8 country in the world is legalizing weed. And you can yeah. go over there and for, if you're just a casual user, it's going to be amazing. But if you want to get into the cannabis business you've been in all your life, they're going to try and stop you at every yeah. juncture. Just like here, they're trying the same thing. We talked about the MCC at length last week yeah. and the way they want to cross. Yeah. If you've got THC in your blood... <clears throat> Maybe they're wavering because if you've done serious crime or something, that you wouldn't get a license. But I don't see how they could stop someone with THC in their bloodstream from getting a license. But anyway, all of that's got to be tested in court and Christ knows. It's all about fighting for market share. We're going to see it everywhere because this is like this isn't like a really long-established industry that happened organically and grew into this world of corporate as we know it and big business as we know it. This is something now that's emerging straight into that. So. <sighs> Yeah, look, the, the more we wait and see, the more precedents there are, and the, the easier it gets to be able to make a decision on how legalisation rolls out here. But you know, in the Yukon there, they, they, you can grow as many, or a dozen plants, and there's dispensaries everywhere, and you go next door, the next part of the federation, and they've got it 19 years old, but you can't grow your own. And so the more, basically, the more conservative the, the, the town that you're in, mm -hmm. The, the, the more hectic the rules have be, will become. Yeah. And when you get to the west, east side of this, the whole country, to Ontario, Jesus, it's just like, it, it's it's conservative city. Yeah, well, that's what I was picking up in the tones of this thing as well with these Canadian conservative politicians and that. 
is they're reading from really Old Testament shit in my mind. They're looking at like 1950s, 1960s sort of policy in the US and Africa because they're now saying it's the Swart Kafar, it's the Green Kafar, mm, it's yeah, communist related. They all are of this. They're making people fearful so they control the shit out of it and control the shit out of it and control the shit out of it and control the shit out of it. That's what they're doing. And they're doing a pretty good job so far. But let's see. I mean, my, uh, the Emery's and Co. and all of the uh, activists on the ground are—they're uh, still—they're in Parliament now. They're making sure that the, the politicians are taken to task. So I guess we could see that's the next phase of the challenge of the trial of the plant is making sure we get some sort of legalization that we want. Yeah. Because you can't wait for—you you can't wait for the perfect legalization. It's going to happen. And you're going to iron it out as you go along over decades, even generations, as it mm. all normalizes itself. Mm. And everyone's saying, no, no, there's too many rules. Let's not legalize it now. Let's wait until we get the perfect legislation. Fuck that. Fuck that. Get it. Get, stop putting people in jail. Get some dispensaries out there so the people who are sick can get the yeah. weed that they Let need. Let business slug it out on their yeah. own. So, um, yeah, I wish they'd just expedite it and cut to the chase now. <laughs> Yeah, fact, we're still embroiling so many cases of law and stuff and the fucking high court and the supreme court and stuff we you remember the live stream holland Darbor? yeah we're still embroiled in the whole live stream thing the yeah. argument about the state not allowing fields of green to live stream but we got it through the sabc yeah. and we and it's out forever for all to see yeah it's had tons of views on our youtube channels it's a lot of traffic through it yeah. david nutt specifically yeah the days of david nutt that was now, riveting, the, riveting stuff. It was good to watch. Yeah, look, uh, Cannabis News Network in, in Amsterdam, they took it and they chopped it up and tweeted it around the place because it, it was the first time it's ever happened. Mm. So now we cross our fingers that we hope it doesn't have to happen again. Mm. And the Constitution go, stop that shit already. Stop putting people in jail. In fact, all the people who are in jail, get them the fuck out of there. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's utopia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um, something that also made a bit of a ripple. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but because we've spoken about this a lot. But basically, there's the Grow facility in Dubai, in the Agri Zone. And Jason Moore made a bit of a splash with the comment that... Did that, was that comment out in the open, yeah? Yeah, that was out in the open. Yeah, that was out in the open. Okay. And basically... From what I understand now, to paraphrase, the Dubai grow is a write-off. And then you're the grow man in my mind. You understand this better than anyone I know. Mm. If you were to, from an outside perspective, looking at that thing, and everyone's claim to failure is that the humidity is the issue. Mm. Looking at that grow facility, do you think mm. that's a weed-friendly situation to grow in? Is it or just doomed to fail? Look, I can't say. I've, I haven't been there, but when you look at it, it's a big glass house. In Pazulu Natal, which yeah. is notoriously, uh, humid, notoriously humid. So, unless they would, did their due diligence and spent millions on dehumidification and air exchange in that facility. I mean, I'm not an expert at greenhouse builds whatsoever, but I mean, I would expect that it should work, but... I think it's, it's, it's almost double glazed well, the for thing the, is, the northern European market. Cannabis, is, cannabis needs the dark period, right? So it needs to have your... Big time. You need to have your, your darkening of the tunnels. So, so those tunnels were definitely not, or light deprivation is called, they were definitely not designed for cannabis. Definitely not. Definitely, no. 100% not. They were just grown as a generic 
tunnel to grow something in. Yeah. And that's and they, basically they, it. The lights are too it's, high up. Everything's it's just too big. It's glass and it's huge. It, yeah, it, so it, you'll never make it pitch black. Well, it'll cost them. Yeah, it's... Um, rather give it back to the flower growers that need it and just let them yeah. grow or, or orchids or whatever that it be. But it's only a bunch of skeletons want duvet though, isn't it? And the skeletons also give them, give them, give them yeah. duvet. Think that levels, at least know where they are. Yeah, plain sight. Eh? It doesn't seem to me that duvet's working very well because um, it's just expensive. It and, must be. and the scale of economies is if you've got expensive weed, you're not going to sell it because everyone's going to go for cheaper. Well, that's the thing. The, the cost to grow in to that grow facility in is with absolute... It's not designed for That's kind of why the Canadians and co are here. They want our sunshine. They want yeah, our sunshine. Valleys of the shit. Well, that's it. Let the, let the people grow in the valleys and we can have it just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, you totally, you totally exactly like <laughs> Communism. It mustn't be nationalized. It must be compulsory, dude. No. <laughs> So something that was also very interesting though, this for me was a fun one. I think it's going to be sort of a high note for us. Is um, I never heard of this before, but there's something called THCO. Oh oh oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like the, the orgasm of THC. <laughs> the big O. <laughs> or is it somebody who uses THC? A THCO. A THCO. Uh, I got an O. I got an O. I got an O who does THC. But basically, now this article says, and it seems like it's true from everything that I can see, is that so you can make hash or you can make dab or you can make CO2 or whatever, but you can take it to another level. How, bro? How? I know, because this is what's blowing my fucking mind. How? Is they saying that you can make, basically, you can make a product that is. 300% stronger than what? Well, from what I get, they, they're isolating it more. Yeah. They're just going deeper. So they found just that the right chemical that will pull it to that nth degree. degree. There we go. The nth degree that will just, so just, just, just. full winterizing, it's saints. Yeah, of course. You have to go through all the processes, but then it's where it, un it maybe it takes off one more layer off of that THC molecule, CBD molecule, that allows it to bind with your receptors that be much better. It must that be what you're extracting with. It must be pretty harsh extraction. Well, I mean, harsh is in, yeah, I guess yeah. It's, it's, it's chemicals that you need so to have what control. Are we what are we extracting here? Just the THC to get fucked up? But Just the THC? Because so I'm thinking... No CBD, no other no, cannabinoids. No, THCO acetate, THC. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, so this so is what, called THC acetate ester. THC acetate. THCO is acetate. Yes, I'm saying that Jeez. too much. THO is acetate. So basically, uh, Wikipedia tunes, uh, it is the acetate ester of THC. Ester is? Uh, I think it's acetate, a salt. Yeah, it's a salt alkaline like sort of acid. The mi a mineral of. It acts as a metabolic prodrug for THC itself. So, like you're saying, it's more enabled mm, mm. and chemically works the same way that heroin does as a metabolic yeah, prodrug yeah. for morphine. It's, it's, yeah. So, it's specifics, <coughs> really specific. It's, it's that you know, when I see pictures of the white crystals online on, yeah. on Instagram of yeah. like THC crystals, yes. they say this, no, this is beyond that. Beyond that, well, that they they okay. say, like, like, there's only one or two people who've really written about making this. The cops have only bust one person in America in like the last 10 years for making this. Because this is Sounds not an like easy 51st thing. No, I don't think this is an easy thing to do. No, no this ways. is like, this is beyond. But also in my mind, what's really fucking with my mind is that, so we know that you can get 99.9% .9 THC crystal like you're referring to. But they're saying this will be much stronger. So effectively, 
you can buy something that is 420% THC. 420%, I reckon you... You're That's what they say. THC. Yeah, because you, you take 100% THC, mm. so you're now making something that's four times stronger. So it's like doing an extraction of any plant, and you can do it again and again and, and, and get and, and concentrate it more and more and more. Yeah. Like a salvia, 10 times, 20 times, 40 times. And it's made with some serious stuff. Yeah, look, it's some really cool equipment to do it. This yeah. is not just a bit of alcohol here. I reckon yeah. this is like pharmaceutical stuff. Yeah, not even but I'm gay, man. Let's hoist someone a nail. Have you got some? <laughs> is that the whole point of this? You buy me some points. Like, how much do you think it would cost a grand? I don't know, the bomb. fucking at the ball breakers at Banbury Cross or something. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> find it there. You know, right there. <laughs> fucking Hewlett Sugar. <laughs> Yeah, I've had last of that. It's really tasty. Do you have some? No, I'm tasting. No, that's um, that's from last weekend. That's been in the oven a week now. And what are we dealing with here? What strain? Uh, so I snow. Mmm. So mm. and it's 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 shake from long ago. It's, it's we should it's, get it really close to the mic and you have to hear it crack when you. <laughs> oh, the taste. Because you can hear it cracking. Yeah. It's glass, yeah, guys. Glass, eh? Very nice, eh? You want some more? Yeah, no, hi there. It's very thin. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Please do not try this at home. Because this is just, apparently, this is abuse now, mate. The joint that I had 12 hours ago with my coffee, that should have been enough for me for the day. <laughs> because anything else is abuse. Yeah. But I I've never known a I would like to disagree with that, Matt. That math doesn't add up. It doesn't add up to no. me. And what no. if you're smoking t- CBD all day? What's the, so where is the, the moral judgment? Is it the being high? Mm. Or is it smoking? What if I'm smoking CBD hemp out of one of those vapes we had last week? There's no THC and I'm not going to get high. But I'm still going to sit around all day because I feel like yeah. doing that today. Is there a difference? Am I addicted or abusing anything there? Is well, the abuse something to do with the mind alteration? And it's another fucking moral judgment. Or is maybe saying that like you're harming your body. So it's that vegan argument that meat is harming your body. Yeah, but if you have like, so, like, you like have burgers all day, <coughs> go past McDonald's in the morning, have McDonald's in the morning, have it for lunch, have it for dinner. Fucking yeah, addict. Super size <laughs> me, yeah. Bring it on, hash browns. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God. Uh, Jules, you said it'd be an interesting weekend. We keep going back to Canada. There seems to be so much you going know what? on. I, 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 the the I do apologise, but all the news is in Canada that, at the moment. I, I can't help where the news is, but I'm looking at it closely because it's much different to America because now this is in the courts. Mm, yeah. This is interesting because it's in the courts, just like us. You know, snaky fucking politicians is because it's in the courts. Mm-hmm. So at least it's, it's cool. It's live now. You go check it on the... I don't know, if you pick up Jodie Emery's Twitter feed now, it will be live on there somewhere. Cause Any of the activists in Canada will be pushing it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. No, it's important stuff. Yeah, It's fucking archaic, though. A 90-year-old law in Canada prohibits wine crossing federal borders. There's like, it monopolises within, and so the taxes they get uh, are for them, and they can't be taxed anywhere. I don't know, it's really complex at a Supreme Court level. Never work in this but place. because the Ontarians wanted to be a basically a state monopoly on the rollout of weed, mm-hmm. legalisation, then cannabis culture marched Henry there now today with representation to tune the legislature that this is about to happen for weed as well, which is just a brilliant way of getting it to the highest court of the land. Yeah. Right from the outset. So 
they may save it and they would be fucking superheroes for doing so because it can't be that bloody cheap to get to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Fuck, it's But I feel it's going to be one of those things where people are only going to pay attention when the headlines are now made. Yeah, no, there'll be some clickbait a bit later on, but at my level, doing activism the way we do in the law and everything else, we just find it really, really interesting because... It's the way our lives are at the moment. I can't believe I do find all this bullshit interesting. Who else is gonna talk about who else is gonna talk about it on a Thursday night to all you lovely folk out there? So drug, I hope you find it interesting uh, too. Drug policy porn. <laughs> so some something interesting happened there in Canada. So this looks like it was a, a joint venture between like a pro drug and like a government organization or something. But the site's called B Leave, so B E and Leave, like when your dad leaves, your mom and never comes back. Believe.com. And what they've introduced are consequence strains. Oh yeah. Oh god. So at first at first glance, this looks like oh new strains, new strains, eh? And what they've done is they've named these three strains, but once you start paying attention, you see it's a bit weird. The first one's called Courtroom Kush. Courtroom Kush with a K, yeah. yeah. Courtroom Kush. A relative newcomer to the scene. Courtroom Kush is an emotional joyride that doesn't end well. This first-time offender conjures up feelings of regret, shame, and guilt. The same emotions as someone who has just been charged with impaired driving. Mm. If you don't want these consequences, don't drive high. And I might point out, there's a video for every one of them, and it's a very, very high-end production paid for by the government. Spent a lot of money on it, so... Cush with a K. Yeah. Next we have White Whiplash. It's a hybrid. White Whiplash starts <laughs> mellow, then hits you hard. This bitter butt has been known to strike the perfect balance of misery and devastation. A similar outcome to anyone... Oh, sorry. A similar outcome to someone suffering from the pain of an auto accident injury. If you don't want these consequences, from. don't drive high. This, this sounds like something, you know, like pick and pay as arrive alive. Mm. This is like this. Isn't it? yeah. But it's again, it's fear-mongering, etc. Isn't there a third one? Yeah, it's like, 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 remember what the third one is? Because, but the thing is, sativa. It's, this is about legalisation. This is the punitive sanctions and the consequences of legalisation. On society. This is what they're drumming into people's heads. They cannot believe that we've been driving around for hundreds of years smoking weed. Hundreds of years? Strike that off the roll, Your Honour. That dab extended time and space and most of the maths. So the last one on the list is. We've got this. What is this? Do, one? do, 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 do. Slammer time! This one's called Slammer Time. Oh it's a sativa. <laughs> Slammer Time packs a potent punch, often inducing feelings of remorse, paranoia, and isolation from the outside world. The same feelings as someone who's been sentenced to life in prison for killing another driver or pedestrian. Mm -hmm. You check this. So, I can get the road safety thing. And in my mind, it's clever. They've, they've really, they've done it clever. But I don't know what I feel about it. Is it good? Is it bad? We sh I always feel like we should be responsible and but like they're, convey they're that selling, they is... They're trying to sell strains. No, no, no. no, no, no. What, they're they, what they're doing is making, a, making another form of prohibition and calling it legalization. Mm -hmm. These are serious sanctions mm -hmm. no, that, that don't exist now because there's only one rule to break. That's illegal. But there's no DUI. 
There will be with legalisation, but they won't be able to prove impairment, as we all know. So all of this has got to go through the courts again, and the only people that get rich are the legal teams that fucking navigate through all of this shit in the end. This is hardcore. They're going to go for it. They're going to try to. I mean, it's 14 years for selling to a minor. It's 500 Canadian dollars to sell liquor to a minor. 14 years for weed. How long they, is it for fucking a miner? Probably only a couple of years. We'll have to find that out. What about fucking a stone miner? Oh, yes, as you see, you're going life. fucking with the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so we, don't, we just don't know how it's going to play out. <laughs> you must have a particular type of, type of fetish, though, to only want to fuck stone little kids, yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah, but that's a liberal. Uh, they'll probably say that's a liberal thing. So yeah, um, the, the it, we call it, it's dressed up prohibition. It's another form of prohibition. They call this prohibition legalization. And when you see the rules and regulations about it all, it's um, it's given them a great opportunity to control the fuck out of something else. All right, you want it legal? Well, here's our terms. And one of them in Ontario is monopolization. Of, mm. They're gonna put 40 weed shops for X amount of million people. Yeah. <laughs> And 600 yards from a school, etc., etc. Oh, yeah, everyone must go through the evolution then. Yeah, no, but it, it's, it's all good. It's good that it's happening. It can't happen any other way because if you have a general election in a couple of years and the Conservatives get in, that's another four years, that's 2020 something that, that won't be legal again. And here's the window take the window, yeah. get it fucking legal, not at all costs, fight for it. But you're never going to get what you actually want, which is utopia a la Mickey Dangerous with his what what. Oh, no, remember? It's not going hey, hey, no, but you know, nobody else did. He did. He put it on paper. Oh, you, you know, it should be apples and oranges. I can't remember two pages. Two pages, but it laid it out, the cannabis culture of we just need autonomy to get on with what we want to get on with. That's not going to happen. They're going to want every fucking cent they can get out of it. Yeah, dude. I can't believe it yet. We got a um, uh, we got a post from Nevada where it's just gone legal, hmm. and the woman that she's on our page a lot. Don't remember her surname. Her name's Gail. If you're watching Gail, uh, she mentioned that now the prime they they're taxing it, her medicine at forty five percent for legalization. Whoa. So now she's got to go back to the man. And she hasn't been back to the man for fuck ages. Because the they've had a medical now. program since '97. Mm. It's been great, but now they're putting another tax on top of taxing medicine. Jesus, it's just a fucked up place, America. Oh yeah. Well, you feel better. You Forty-five percent tax. By the time everyone's taxed, the shit. Forty-five percent sin tax. So that's what's going to keep the black market floating. That's what we see totally. with cigarettes. Yeah. Mm. For, totally. They say they say for every five. Out of every five cigarettes, one is sold, and four, I mean, one is declared to SARS, and four aren't, pretty much. And so, millions of cigarettes sold. <coughs> they're saying this, the black cigarette market's bigger than any drug market locally, but it's because of that tax margin. I agree, tax it, but the wider that buffer is, the more room there is for the black market, the more incentive there is. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's... They're going to get as greedy as they can. They don't actually. They don't actually get it. I don't think they understand how sophisticated the market already is for weed in this country or yeah. Canada for that matter. But it really is sophisticated. We've got systems and controls in place and regional stuff already. We know who's who in the zoo 
doing whatever they do. We know the geneticists, we know the people who grow them, we kind of have an idea how it's transported around the place, but they don't because they're not the cannabis culture. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're just going to try and take over and we're not going to let them. Yeah, we're not going to let them. Guys. We're not going to let them. We can't let them. It's, it's, this is the culture that we're fighting for. They can't. You check, we're talking about that as well, back to Canada, sorry, but the chief of police of Toronto, the guy that put people away for yeah. 25 years, he's got a fucking license. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a medical license, oh, yeah, and that is a serious affront. And even people who don't smoke weed can see there's something wrong there. Mm. Yeah. And watch what happens here. The same sort of parallels of one, you know, we get, and the licensed producers are yeah. somebody's cousin. Yeah. Well, that's like Evans <laughs> Lilla growing weed. Yeah. You know, all these years I've had. Guys, we're getting to the end of the show. I think you're. Boycott it, Kel. Andy Casativa, we love you for sure. <laughs> Boycott it, Kel. Remember? Hashtag? Yeah. Uh, it's on the, the Fontaine of, Boy of uh, Kel is on Doctors for Life's Oh, uh, yeah. That's mm. not. That's so, not touched it. So, fuck all of that. Yeah, no more Kel. Do not buy a Kel. <laughs> It's been uh, blessed by the devil himself. Yeah, Unless you caked on it really fucking desperate, which I could understand. Jesus, oh God. <clears throat> you know, I sat watching, you know, with two days of rain in Joburg, and I sat there stonering around the plot thinking, how could you shift all of this to there? Because mm. we, we don't need it anymore. We've, we, this place is sucking wet now for a week, you know? Well, how could we, how do we do that? How do you get it just 1500 k's across this planet? Airbenders. We need to have airbenders. It weighs so much. It's so bulky, this shit. We need an app for it. So now I got to thinking, why don't you dehydrate it and just get it down there as powder? And then you add water. You'd have to add water when you got there, though. Then you So another problem. You know, really deep stoner stuff, you know, right? We could dehydrate that shit. Oh, too terrible. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, that iceberg blew, came off at, in Antarctica. Mm. Bring Just it, bring it this bring way. It, tow it to Cape Town. Lasso that shit and bring it up somehow. And then it melt it for showers. <laughs> for showers. I don't know. No, Get a big helicopter and drop it in the mountain. Everyone's going to have to come and chip pieces off it. I don't know what, what they're going to do. I, I, I'm, I'm really glad I don't have that to deal with because it's a real horrible thing to deal with. I mean, they're down to like two litres a day or something. Yeah, and we and know we that. Can't you dig boreholes in Cape Town? Pardon? Can't you dig a borehole in Cape Town? If there's hey, water, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how I it is. I don't know if you can. I'm sure you can. You, oh, you know how man. difficult it is to get a licence for a borehole now anyway because the, the, the priorities is to get boreholes into townships and stuff. Mm. Uh, if you want to start boreholing on the plot, it's a little bit difficult now. There's lots of rules and regulations coming in. Yeah, I think, guys, Cape Town, it's tough. For the guys growing plants out there, not much you can do. Hey, mulch. I think that's the only thing you can do to help mulch. retain some of that soil that's moisture. It, Dan, any good mulches you would recommend for people? Easy things to do. Straw. Straw, Straw yeah. bales. They're the easiest cut. Kind of, even from the felt, I guess you could use felt grass. Uh, unless you've got harvest of termites and then they just chow yeah, that so shit. I'd rather, rather go for straw from like a feedlot. <laughs> yeah. Cover your ground. And also grow cover crops. Use cover crops on the ground. They keep the moisture there, so that you don't have to water as much, um, and they also replenish the soil. So yeah, I mean, just be. So there's a lot of work. Of yeah, your... there's a lot of work in the garden. Now. It's 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 really cool on the high felt. Joburg is looking pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's looking it's excellent. A, yeah, lot of rain. A shitload of rain. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great season for the Joburg growers. I think this is yeah. like. No, this is the insurance they need. Now this is it. Yeah, not like yeah. last year's fucking drought. Oh. Yeah, we had it last year, Cape Town. But guys, that's it, eh? Is yeah. that it? That's it. That's it. Another one. Another so one next week, we're teenagers. 
Teenagers. It's the thirteenth episode. Is that the last okay. one of the year? Or we probably we'll end, we'll do Teenager City next week. Let's get some teens. Oh <laughs> 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 well, no, nineteen. We added that. So school. Uh yeah, I don't know what we'll do next week. Great. No well, we'll, we'll catch you in the next one. Thirteen guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Hey, we'll get to that eventually. I'm gonna stop this stream and shit now.